Good evening and welcome to the Pompey Politics Podcast. I'm Ian Tiny Morris. And I'm Simon Sandsbury. Marvellous, you join us live as we are truly now into the autumn season of the Pompey Politics Podcast. The evening's starting to draw in. Uh, you'll note my cat has come here. We are both huddled together for warmth as <laughs> all of the uh, temperature has gone out of Portsmouth, it appears today. And we are joined by, to give the full title, the Right Worshipful Lord Mayor of Portsmouth, Councillor Tom Coles. Welcome, Tom. Oh, hi, guys. How are you doing tonight? Really good. Well, thank and, you. Thank you for joining and, uh, us. Oh, thanks for having me on. And, and Simon, I think uh, I think uh, the right worshipful mayor of Portsmouth, Councillor Tom Coles, has been very gracious with us. We don't have to use his full title for every question. <laughs> uh, you guys, can, you, you guys can call me Tom. It's fine. Thank you. That's that's um, that's very that's very kind of you. It certainly makes it easier. Um, one of us was bound to trip up eventually. Um, so um, yeah, well, just just as a, um, a a bit of an introduction, looking at your biography that's on the on the council's website you've certainly um you certainly had a varied career that's kind of brought yeah. you um that's brought you from this point from a point of um pulling pubs to fixing polo pitches to um to being a an, a, um, an assistant uh medic on a on submarines um all the way to to working in the nhs to a to a councillor in, in in the city and 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 then to our, our, our lord mayor so it's um, a pleasure to welcome you. Thank you so much for giving us part of your evening. Um, and um, well, we've, we've got some lovely questions for our esteemed Lord Mayor. So, welcome, Tom. Shall we crack on? We'll crack on. So, so, Tom, what what is the role of the Lord Mayor? And and what is it? So, what is it that you do? Oops, sorry, gone. So, uh, the Lord Mayor, it's uh, it's a role. Um, it's technically it's the first citizen. Of Portsmouth, uh, and also as a Lord Mayor, it's the representative of the King. So it's one above a mayor. Okay, because there are all sorts of different types of mayors, aren't there, around in in different cities? Um, the the Lord Mayor that most people hear about is obviously the one in London, um, but different cities have different arrangements of Lord Mayors and what they what they can do. Um, I don't know if you can still hear us, Tom. Uh, you've frozen it. Tom had to join us from his from his eye from his phone because he um his council laptop um wasn't playing playing ball. Hopefully you're still there, Tom. It would appear not. This is a technical challenge we hope not to have. Um so we shall uh, wait in anticipation of Tom returning to us and um yeah we may have to busk for a little bit yeah whilst whilst Tom turns up so um yeah just while we're waiting there one of the things in the political world which i have to say i thought it's not often i think comedy and the labor party go hand in hand but i had a lot of respect for them last monday you know there was the protest against oh. Keir starmer where the protester oh. came and threw a handful of glitter on him and by I'm Monday morning, ah, oh, Tom, uh, and talking back. of glitter, just, uh... sorry about no. that. It's just difficult. As soon as we started, my signal died. No, no worries at <laughs> all. Was I was just, just, um, uh, just filling. I was just busking. filling time, respecting the uh, the humour of the Labour Party when uh, Sir Keir Starmer got covered with glitter last weekend. That by Monday morning, um, Portsmouth Labour were advertise advertising the glitter with here t-shirts that you could purchase from the from the <laughs> labor shop so um let's give that one enterprising so exactly back to the question exactly so you got capitalized on these things yeah absolutely and uh, and a segue we'll move on to the enterprise later in the podcast um so yeah you were just telling us tom the the role of the lord mayor and what it is you actually do i think we had got the the sort of ceremonial role but it was kind of yeah. how your role might be different potentially to other mayors so uh there's uh, elected, directly elected mayors and mayors who are first citizens uh, who are elected from the ranks of the local councils. Um, and Lord Mayors are one above those. So they have letters patent from the monarch who, who grants the uh, title of Lord Mayor to the first citizen. And that makes that person the representative of the king. So there's 23 Lord Mayors, I believe, um, 
we've had a lot of mayors since 1928, but we had lots of mayors before that, back to 1531. Oh, wow. So we have a long history. Um, but yeah, it's, it's an ambassadorial role, really, it's representing representing the people of Portsmouth uh, through one person. Excellent. Okay, so I guess the, the next the next and obvious question is then okay so how does how how does someone get to be one what what how does that work uh, so uh it's obviously you have, you have to be one of the city council members mm -hmm. um and then you put yourself forward we have a, a private session after the february full council meeting where um members are proposed and seconded for deputy lord mayor and lord mayor mm -hmm. so um usually the deputy lord mayor becomes the lord mayor in the leading year, that's usually the protocol. Uh, uh, there's a secret ballot if there's more than one candidate as well. But uh, I uh, I came into it because when I was first elected in 2018, my eldest daughter thought I was being made the Lord Mayor at Mayor Making. So I told her if I was re-elected, I'd put myself forward. So that's what I did. So the person who was supposed to be Deputy Lord Mayor last year lost their seat in the elections. So, so I put myself forward. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until the morning of the mayor making that uh, I was told I was uncontested and we had to process in. Um, Nikki was actually in the audience. So I had to go and find her and take her out so she could process in with the rest of us. <laughs> it was all a bit. Oh, wow. Very, very last minute. So quite quite the um, quite an exciting drama then. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and do, they, uh, do, they, do they kind of cycle from kind of – so – the mayor making is is every year when the full council comes back basically after the local elections or and and then in the fourth year so so everyone kind of serves a year do they uh yes yeah, it's, it's a one year term yeah yeah you can uh you can do more than one the last time we had a double one was 2000 2001 oh, okay okay so and and do the parties kind of take turns in does it do they kind of share it round in a, in a in a bit or is it just it's not done in party colors because the the role isn't political in any way, is it? No, it's, uh, you have to be neutral for a year. So um, it usually goes between the parties, but I'm the first Labour one for 20 years, I believe. Oh, wow. Um, but uh, we, we take the neutrality to the next, because usually you get a ribbon with your party colour, but we're wearing a black one to stay neutral. So. Oh, okay. That, is that quite easy then to, to suddenly kind of switch off the to switch yeah it's, it's not too, i'm quite good at compartmentalizing so i can that's good we we, we ask a bit, a, a, bit, a bit about the differences um later on so no thank you for that it's because I, I you know it's not something that i think everybody kind of understands how it works and and and, right. and what yeah. kind of happens so thank you very much well and i'm loving the imagery you'll portray there tom the old uh nipping out into the audience saying come on nikki <laughs> grab, grab your bag um, I'm, I'm, take, I'm taking you somewhere nice. It's that, you know. So, um, hopefully, yeah, was, she wasn't too, uh, um, too shocked at the call. Oh, it was, it was really last minute. I got, I got packed off to Haven't for their making, their making the very next day. So, it's it all a bit of a rush. So that that's a great lead into our next question. So, uh, again, what, what, what does a, and I'm going to put normal in air quotes. Um, Tom, you know, what, what does a week for, for the Lord Mayor look like? Because we've spoken on the podcast before about, you know, that need for, for our councillors to balance, you know, work, council duties. Um, and it, it, it seems from an outsider looking in that the, the Lord Mayor is, um, there, there's there's a fair fair kind of amount of pull on your time. So, uh, so what does a typical week for Lord Mayor Tom Coles look like? Well, I don't think I don't think we have what you call a, a typical week, but uh, it's uh, it's 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 hard work, but it's enjoyable. Uh, we both we both have jobs, me and Nikki. So I work as a healthcare support worker on the stroke ward at QA, um, but I've reduced my hours to two days a week uh, while I'm doing this. They've been really flexible with me at work, really good. Brilliant. Um, Nikki works Nikki works at a nursery in North End with um, children with special educational needs. Um, she's reduced her hours as well, but we could we could be doing anything in a week. So just just uh, this week we've had visitors to the Lord Mayor's Parlour, coffee morning, which is a monthly thing for our charity. We've been to a mental health festival. We started the Great South Run earlier. That was a lot of fun. And uh, somewhere in all that, we have to look after our three daughters as well. So it's uh, it's pretty nonstop. Wow. 
I mean, let's let's be honest. That's that, that, there's somebody. I mean, I I ad, I admire the skill in in starting the Great South Run. Obviously, gives any of us an excuse not to partake in it, which is that that's good planning. That's, but that's um, exactly what I did. Yeah. No. And and again, that's that that is good applied skills there. I think Tom. But um, but um, no. It sounds like you you you've got a a, a full on a full on week and then some there. So um, yeah. yeah. We do. We, we get days here and there, but then I'll be catching up on housework and admin and bits and pieces. So it's, it's pretty nonstop. Yeah, it's quite the, quite the challenge to, to to fit it in all in, no doubt. But um, but uh, well worth it. So so next week we kind of had a, a little bit of a chat about this before we went live. So next week we're going to be reporting on Tuesday's full council uh, meeting. Um, it's fair to say it's an occasionally combative and drawn out event. What what does the Lord Mayor actually? What function does the Lord Mayor actually do? What's what's the role in in that sense? Because you're um, you're kind of sat in front of all of the, all of those councillors, and and how does that and how does that appear? Sorry, how does that compare to to your experience as, as a as a councillor? It's it's definitely a, a different experience for council, but it's 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 enjoyable one though. Um, it's less intensing, I think, less less intense than attending as a councillor. Because uh, I've sort of removed from the political to and a fro and remaining neutral and uh, non-partisan, so I, I get to sort of take a step back and and run the meeting rather than be involved in the meeting, if that makes sense. Yeah, cause, uh, yeah quite often you're, you it kind of looks like, and it's interesting looking at the different styles that the different Lord Mayors have have had over 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 time. But it, it I, I don't know, sometimes it kind of looks like you're you're essentially being a playground monitor <laughs> and someone with a watch <laughs> oh i definitely can get a bit like that <laughs> i'm happy to give a bit of leeway here and there and have a have a little bit of a laugh but i will i will be firm but fair when needed um uh, the, the, the hardest thing is if there's something that i would normally as a councillor comment on mm -hmm. and i have to bite my tongue to remain neutral that can be a bit difficult sometimes uh, um i think the main advantage is i get to i get to manage how it's how how it goes and i get to call when the breaks are so if i think both myself and the councillors could do with taking time out and coming back to it i can i can call that that's in my gift so so if they're starting to get a bit ratty because because they haven't been to the loo or they haven't had a cup of coffee or whatever then, then yeah you can, you can call time out basically <laughs> so do, do you um so do you get to decide what's because the, the i mean the agenda this um next week is is quite a hefty one um do you get to, do you get to decide what goes on the agenda? How's that? How does that work? No, not really. That's that's mainly the mainly the cabinet, and then any groups that have put in motions and questions. But uh, no, I don't. I don't get to decide it, unfortunately. Okay. So, and, and I guess you, I mean you've kind of, you kind of mentioned it there a bit. If you if someone is is kind of waffling on a, a little bit, is how how easy is that to to kind of bring them? bring them in because trying to get no disrespect trying to get politicians to stop talking is sometimes difficult <laughs> <laughs> how do you find that well I'll, I'll, as i say if if the if the second buzzer goes and the six minutes are up i'll, I'll generally i'll let them finish their sentence mm -hmm. but if they if they do it repeatedly or, or take the mickey a bit I'm, i will crack down on them and i, I have 10 microphones off so <laughs> oh, okay oh, okay that's the yeah. so you, you withdraw the mic from them basically yeah. Okay. Yeah. We should remember that for the hustings, Ian. I think we it is something we <laughs> might need to adopt. So, just in, in terms of you, you said there was that sort of acceleration from from right. Oh crumbs! It is me. I better get on with this. It, how much how much training do you get in your sort of mayoral duties? And you know, have have you got? It, is there a kind of support team behind the mayoral role who? who takes a fresh-faced and enthusiastic Tom Coles into the office and says, right, let me talk you through what you need to do here. The, the, the team in the in the Lord Mayor's office are really good. And that, I think that's why it's good to have the year as deputy first, because it's almost like an apprenticeship. It's a big step up from that to Lord Mayor, but it's it's a good good to have that year to get to know the people in the office and they can um, give you pointers on things that are coming up. Uh, things you need to organise ourselves, like the charity, we run all of that. The office don't don't do anything with that, and the um, social media, which we we have to manage ourselves. 
it's just little bits and pieces about protocol and things uh but they're, they're so helpful the ladies in the office uh training up to the deputy lord mayor for a year ahead as 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 lord mayor and i guess that's like almost like a perpetual situation for them is that and i i, I and again i wonder how they feel that uh they just managed to train up a, a lord mayor into the position they'd want them to be and then they get a fresh face newbie turning up the you have uh, to start all over again you have to start from yeah. scratch well I'm, I'm happy to stay on if they need me to <laughs> so you mentioned you mentioned the the charity there and and uh, you know an, an awful lot of the work of the lord mayor is about um you know doing charitable work and raising money for charities so how are those charities chosen and and for the ones that that you've chosen can you tell us a bit about them and why they're important to you yeah that was, that was probably the most difficult task leading up to becoming Lord Mayor was uh, choosing the charities. I think we always wanted three, um, and we wanted them to be uh, within our main areas of interest. Mm. So we went with we went with um, Homestart Portsmouth because they they support families, um, especially young families, including ours when when our children were younger. Uh, and Nikki's been a volunteer for Homestart before as well. Um, enables them to find training and support, and they they do a lot of work with. Uh, neurodivergent children and families which which is within our remit because with me with adhd um we went with uh, the portsmouth hospitals charity obviously I, I work at the hospital so i see the the great work they do supporting patients and visitors and staff and uh the rnrmc so the royal navy royal marine charity um i'm a i'm a royal navy veteran my dad's a royal navy veteran uh, they do a lot of work with different groups and organisations supporting our our veterans from the senior service. So uh, they they were they they actually contacted me and I went to meet them and that was our that was our last one to go in. Brilliant. So they, those the those charities are entirely the the gift of the the Lord and and Lady Mayor. Yeah, yeah. We we pick our pick our charities. Brilliant. And uh, as you explained at the start, you. you yourself and nikki both kind of work across a, a quite a diverse range of um of and they sound like they're they are the charities that are kind of very close to your heart and what involvement do they have you know with you is it is it then a case of you help to organize events with them or is it a case of you, you kind of attend their events to try and raise the profile so how how does it actually work in terms of the raising of the money so the there is the the committee uh, we put together a committee of um friends of people we knew for the for the charity and they they've helped us organize a lot um but we we get the the charities involved as much as possible and we'll go to things they've organized they'll come to things we've organized there's a really close working relationship between between us the committee and all the three charities it's been uh, it's been a really good really good experience I'm really really enjoying fundraising doing fun stuff to uh stuff that the lord mayors wouldn't normally do to to help raise money for the charities oh now you've, you've you've opened a door there tom that i've got to i've got to push out a little bit so can you give us an example of uh of perhaps where you've been a should we say a little less conventional as a as a lord mayor to, to help raise some money so, uh, i used uh, i used the banqueting room the lord mayor's banqueting room at the guild hall in august to have a birthday party for myself and uh, we had people buy tickets and come along to that for charity. That was, we raised raised quite a bit of money as well. It was, it was a lot of fun. And we've got some other things in the pipeline that uh, I don't think have been done before, but I can't say too much at the moment, unfortunately. Ooh, that's a that's a teaser for us to <laughs> to, to, to to look at. No, always, always leaving one in more. Oh, absolutely! No, no, no. I know. I I think that's a fantastic idea. To I'm organising a birthday party for me and <laughs> frankly if you want to come you've got to buy a ticket and at that pace when people browse furrow to do the and you'll be making a donation to charity is that's a fan <laughs> fantastic way to make that happen tom sounds brilliant oh it's really good uh, one one thing i have been doing is because obviously we have a lot of um raffles and i think we're probably going to be doing an auction at some point I've, I've got really shameless at going into shops and emailing companies asking for donations and we've got we've got some pretty cool stuff that will be coming up in uh in some of our drawers i've got a signed football from portsmouth i've got a baseball cap from williams formula one team that's signed by the drivers um and I've got a big stack of records from sub pop records that they've given me so it's, there's lots of stuff coming in that's we're going we're hopefully going to get some money raised for the charity brilliant fantastic 
Um, well, good to, good to see a bit of flair and a, and, a, and a bit of difference. And that's the that's the interesting thing, kind of year to year. You see you see that difference, just a bit of a fresh look from uh, from one Lord Mayor to the next. So it's um it, it's um it's good to see a good to see that that bit of um bit of invention there. Um, oh, I'm just making sure that I've pressed the right button to get the next question. So um so as part of those ceremonies and the, and the, the events that you do, we, we quite often see, um, see the Lord Mayor or the Lady Mayoress with the robe uh, and the chains uh, and the mace is kind of a, a key part of the, of the, of the council chamber. Um, what can you tell us uh, about the significance and, hi and history of these items? So the, uh, there's actually two, two robes that the Lord Mayor wears. There's the, the, the black one with the gold trim, which is a uh, real gold apparently. So they tell me um, that's the most formal, uh, the most formal uh, robe that I would wear. There's also a red one with a fur trim, which I which uh, I like wearing for citizenship ceremonies uh, down at the down at the registry office. Um, when it comes to the chains, they are uh, they're uh, uh, my one dates back to well, my one the Lord Mayor's chain <laughs> dates back to 18, 1837, um, and it has all the names of the the mayors and then later Lord Mayors engraved on it. Uh, where they run out of room, they just add more links on the back. I'm on there already, which is quite rare. It's usually at the end of the year they do it, but they were a few behind, so they caught up. Uh, the Lady Mayoress's chain is 1857. Um, that's We only realised a little while ago, that's also got names engraved on it. I'm going to try and get Nikki on there. Uh, the, but when it comes to the Great Mace, um, that dates back to the Commonwealth. All the old maces were me melted down when they... Uh, dissolve the monarchy uh so this is a commonwealth mace but after the restoration they squeezed charles ii's cipher in it does look a little squashed on there but that's a as i say it's a symbol of my authority in the city so that would they bring that in obviously for full council meetings and uh, coming up for remembrance that it'll be on be out there with me there as well she's about the chains nikki actually gets well, the lady mayoress gets a, a dress chain for going to like a black tie event i think she gets this bejeweled necklace with stars and crescents on it and i'm, I'm more than a little jealous of that <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it um yeah they, they both sound wonderful so so if they keep just adding a chain is there going to be a point if they're adding a chain for each one is there going to be a point where it's actually so because i imagine that's gonna that, i mean how i mean sorry how much do, do they quite are they quite hefty are they is it... it's, it's, the chain is quite heavy yeah. they're double-sided the ones on the back as well right so and um, the ones I was, I was looking at it earlier, the, the the bits on the shoulder and the big bits that go here, there's loads of names on the back of those. Mm. So, but yeah, they just keep adding more. I think it's it's well balanced though. The deputy chain, the weight's all at the front, so I spent the whole year with backache. But this one's really well balanced. Oh, okay, so um, so at least at least that's a bit better. It would be um, yeah. I guess a bit a bit rubbish to find out the that the prospective new Lord Mayor can't do half yeah. the duties because they've got a back problem because of because of the um deputy lord mayor uh lord mayor chain i do need that. i do need to weigh it though people keep asking me i do need to weigh it i'll do that this week okay and, and is, <laughs> it, it didn't come up in our research is, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. is there a is there a protocol tom which is and again does this come out of the lord mayor's office which is the you know when it's appropriate when when you need to wear x or y or is it again a little bit down to yourself that is you know if you fancy popping down to the corner shop you know are you uh is it uh is it considered um considered fair play just to don the chain because you fancy it <laughs> well it, it it doesn't live with me it lives at the guild hall so um ah. so it'd have to be we have the events forms um and then it has what we what they want us to wear on there and usually it'll say dress and uh, dress will be uh, day wear and chain so the, the driver for that day will come around put our chains on take us to the place bring us back take the chains off us and then take the chain back to the safe so my uh my home insurers can rest easy but it's not staying <laughs> I was say, it's, you can just imagine it kind of propped up on the coffee table in your in your front room it's um, <laughs> it, um... although although they did let they did let me go all the way to Japan on my own with it, which is very strange because they won't let me walk around Portsmouth on my own. <laughs> but you could go to the other side of the planet with it. I can go to the other side of the planet with it. Yeah. That's, and how was that with with airport security? Because surely that, I mean, it. Pro I don't. Well, I have uh, lots of customs paperwork and a nice letter saying prescribing it all and explaining who I am and what it is. The, the 
the only one I really had trouble with was going out at Heathrow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was really like, what is this? It's on the letter. Where are you going? That's on the letter. <laughs> okay. It's, uh, it slowed me down, definitely. Yeah, well, I guess they, don't want to, they want to make sure you're not trying to smuggle gold out of the country. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. If, we're, if we're going to another authority as well, uh, say uh, we went to Mayor of Fairham for, for a meal with uh, some of the chain gang, the, we just wear a badge, so the the main bit of the chain at the front comes off, and we just wear that with the ribbon, um, and we have to ask permission for that. Oh, what to to dis um di- to, what, dis- to to the disconnect. to the authority we're going to, we have to ask for, for permission to wear the badge. Oh right, oh okay. And, and if they come to us, they have to ask us for permission as well. So it's just a oh okay. Historical so it, is that thing. like a hierarchical thing? There can only be one Lord Mayor in one city at any one time. Is that the? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So not quite like Highlander, but <laughs> well, I've got a really big sword in the in the parlor that they don't want me waving around. So I think I'd win that one <laughs> if it's Highlander. Okay. <laughs> okay well, so, I, sorry, I can just see the TV show com- coming now. Yep. You, you mentioned going to Japan there. I, I guess that was some kind of, of official visit. I mean, how how did that go in terms of? You know the 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 history and the protocol and uh, and I guess that that must have been quite an experience. Oh, it was it was an amazing experience. I was only um, a week and a half, two weeks into my term as Lord Mayor. It's, it was to mark the twenty fifth anniversary of our sister city agreement with Moizuru, uh, which is Nikioto. Yeah, um, I was it was it was definitely a bit daunting. It's the, the furthest I've been before that was Florida, and I went all that way to Japan on my own. <laughs> I'd never even been to an airport on my own before. <laughs> and I had to go with this big chunk of gold to Helsinki, change planes, and then go to, to Osaka. But yeah, yeah, it was a really, really nice experience. They had everything planned to the minute, and they stuck to that <laughs> on the itinerary. Yeah, but uh, it, it's, it's, it's an amazing country, uh, amazing people. Um, and there's a lot of cultural differences, but I, I had a good briefing from the team at the council about for instance like business cards you have to present them like this with two hands and make sure you look at theirs properly don't put it in a pocket you're going to sit on lots to think about no it is a it is a fascinating country i was lucky to visit there with work and as you say the pro the protocol is um is is quite challenging and and again i i had to go through that in terms of uh, taking the business card studying it carefully um and it was only after about the third or fourth time i thought well, surely somebody realizes I can't actually see what's on the card, but I, I went through it anyway. So, uh, no, that sounds like um, that sounds like uh, uh, quite a baptism of fire into your your, your yeah. first kind of big event. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then I came back on the Tuesday, and then I think it was the Friday or the Saturday. I went off to car for D Day, so it was continent hopping. Uh, absolutely, quite, that full quite of the whirlwind tour then. Sorry? Quite, quite the whirlwind tour then you're literally yeah you know yeah. coming coming backwards and forwards and then um but i guess there's there's never a dull moment then is there? there's quite a by the sound of it there's quite a variety to the to to what's happening on any in any given week yeah definitely uh, we have um at least once a week maybe every fortnight we have a, a meeting with with joe in our office who, who will go through things that are coming up things that are already in the diary other things that have come in but uh yeah they're really good really good at going through that with us and say explaining to things that we have to go and do and things we might like to do um we can always send the deputy if something comes up or if i'm unavailable and as i say my my ward managers at work are really good at being flexible if something does come up but switching around my shifts or amending my hours so i can get to something in the evening or or swapping a day with with another colleague it 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 doesn't sound perhaps quite the gra- the glamorous life that that maybe some people people think it is but it's certainly very interesting and and really really worthwhile to to have that opportunity to to be able to touch um you know to help those charities and to and to touch some of these people's lives in that way and and represent you know the the city in that way it's um yeah how d- d- what, what sort of feeling does that does that give you it's a i, cu- I couldn't even put it's, words to it it's a it's a real privilege it's it's, it's we're proud to to be the representatives of the city. I mean, we live in a terraced house in Fratton, which people people always think that oh, the Lord Mayor is going to live in a big house in the country. Yeah. Um, but we're just we're just normal people who just 
got an opportunity to to then go and do lots of stuff we wouldn't normally do like even um having a meal out we've, we've got three young kids we, we never go out <laughs> so it's been really it's been really really good we were having a lot of fun with it brilliant and talking about fun tom i think it's perhaps uh, it's not indelicate to suggest that you are perhaps one of the youngest lord mayors we've seen in in recent years and are absolutely certain the first to make any pronouncements in Klingon. Um, and am I right that um, ra rather than um, come into the uh, the uh, some traditional dull piece of classical music, I, am I correct that you selected a track by Metallica? I did. It was uh, Eye of Beholder, mm -hmm. which is uh, the third track off their 1988 album, And Justice for All. <laughs> yeah, no. but, uh, yeah, I'm a big big heavy metal fan um i didn't think i'd get away with rage against the machine so i went with metallica i love metallica <laughs> and uh, i knew it was always going to be off something off that album it was just finding the finding the right one and that's got like, like a build-up yeah, yeah it's almost like wrestling music you know? yeah i mean <laughs> there's been a given a choice tom I, I i think i would have preferred unforgiven but um you know it, it, oh that's a good one, yeah, a good it, one. It, there's a good build to that but perhaps some of the lyrics might not have uh might not have fitted yeah. with it so kind of well, the, the, the story went all around the world it was all over the place um went minor, minorly viral but the comments underneath on some of them people saying that's the if you listen to the words this is either really good or really scary <laughs> it's a song because it's a song about uh corruption and uh, corruption and stuff like that <laughs> yeah i did again knowing a little bit about the work of metallica myself i did raise half an eyebrow and thought oh bold suggestion so i guess what's going oh. you know again uh, i i'm sure when you kind of uh, i mean was the cling on a last minute decision or did people know that was coming i get what scope have you got to be playful oh well uh the, the cling on I, I my my inauguration speech was actually littered with uh lots of cultural references i definitely definitely wanted to get some some star trek in there so i, I when i was writing it i dropped in uh, there's a couple of Kling uh, a couple of Shakespeare bits before that, and then I got onto uh, General Chang in Star Trek Six. He says "Tachba, Tachbe," so it's just to be or not to or not to be. So I was like, oh, "I'm going to drop that in," and uh, I did. I did make sure the office were okay with me doing. <laughs> but they had to. They had... It's, it's not the same unless you've read Shakespeare in the original Klingon. <laughs> the office, because we have a uh, a British Sign Language interpreter at the mayor making, so I had to tell them what it meant so they could do some sort of signing for it. But um, we do we do have some leeway to 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 push boundaries where need be. Um, for instance, our our official portrait is the Lord Mayor and the Lady Mayoress together, and that's the first time that's ever happened. Um, it was a little bit of debate in the office about that, but we wanted to show that we're a team. It's not just me. It's not just the Lord Mayor and Consul. It's it's a it's a Lord Mayor and a Lady Mayoress together, um, and it's not just. The man and his consorts, you know, <laughs> and to show a bit more equality and and get both of us on there. Yeah, because if if it's a if it's a lady mayoress that's the that's the, the actual mayor, then their other half isn't called the Lord Mayor, are they? They're called the consort. Is that right? Is that how that? Yeah, the, the Lord Mayor's consort. Yeah. Although I've, I've said to Nikki, if she ever does get elected and becomes Lord Mayor, I will insist on being called the Lady Mayoress. <laughs> that's a bold well, move <laughs> and, and it, i get to wear the necklace i get to wear that nice necklace there. Uh, absolutely <laughs> yeah. no, it's a, 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 and it's, it's worth a, it just for that surely and and i guess that's that's just maybe one that we could e explore tom obviously you know you, you're in elected office and and you know uh, uh, how was how was you know how has nikki found that that kind of adjustment from being kind of catapulted into the uh into your into your kind of mayoral world is she is she um grasp it with both hands yeah yeah i think definitely she's uh i think she's probably better at it than i am to be fair uh, she's she's done a few things on her own um and she's, she's really using it to to help promote women and work with children and especially as i said earlier uh neurodiversity neurodivergence uh we had uh we actually organized a we had a visit from a, a nursery come in or preschoolers and Nikki organized all sorts of activities for them and it was it was really good it went down really well and now we've got lots of lots of nurseries that want to come and visit us so 
that will <laughs> certainly keep you busy. But that must, that, I mean, that yeah. must. Have, I mean, that hopefully is a memory that will that will stay with those kids for uh, for life. Surely that's going to be quite a yeah. quite a thing. Yeah, I think um, I realised a few weeks in that people might not get to ever see a Lord Mayor or a Mayor. So I, I always make time for people and I'll never say no to a photo if you've got your chain on. And you can see how much it means to some people because they're like, oh, and they're driving in the car and you see people properly do a double take and like, just open jaw, watch the car go past. <laughs> always give them a little wave. Have you perfected your wave? Is it? Do you, do you always have to sit in the back? Is that part of the protocol as well? Yeah. Uh, I'm not even allowed to open my own door. <laughs> wow. Which, uh, which that takes some getting used to because your car pulls up and you just automatically go to get out and I have to wait for him to come around and open it. So it's a little odd. There, there must be some, so you must have, and, and I guess you're what, six months into the role now? And what what would you say has perhaps been the most surreal moment so far? I think probably, it's probably the Japan thing, to be honest with you. It was just very odd to be that far away on my own mm. with a big hunk of priceless gold. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that was that was quite odd uh there's been other bits as well we like we uh got invited to a charity do in westminster and met charles dance that, that was that was pretty cool uh it's just been a great opportunity to like i say do stuff we'd never even think of doing which enjoying it all it's been really good yeah, and I think, uh, and it's 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 a fascinating perspective because it's that element of you know again quite often on the podcast we, you know we we discuss these the kind of serious issues and the tensions and the politics and everything else. It, it sounds like you're having a, a, an awful lot of fun. It's that kind of embraced it with with both hands and gone well. We're going to run with this hard for a year and have as much fun as we can have. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We've 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 booked a holiday for the first half term after May. So, literally the first half term after we've after we've stopped being Lord Mayor, Lady Mayoress, we're we're going away for a week with the kids, all inclusive in Spain. So we're just gonna gonna keep going, and we'll we'll have a break then. Yeah. Just, As, just one. Of, I'd say most the most surreal thing actually is is getting saluted by officers. Oh. Because yeah. I was a I was an I was an able rating in the navy. Get saluted by a lieutenant commander or something. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> it's very odd. <laughs> so, do you? Um, what do you do with that? Do you have to salute them back? Is that the protocol? Or oh, I just uh, I, I have to nod because um, uh, I, I do have worn my old navy beret at the Falklands, one of the Falklands memorials, for instance. So I can I can salute back if I've got that on. There's a there's a whole kind of list of different kind of do's and don'ts things. So it it, it kind of the part of it kind of sounds like you'd expect it to be and with there's so much tradition kind of surrounding it you'd almost you'd almost expect it to be quite a quite stuffy and quite staid and quite restrained and but what's coming across from how you how you're talking about it is is actually how much life you're kind of breathing into that and how how enjoyable you're both finding that despite all the all the hard work because of just the sheer value that that has and and the response you can see you can see in other other people yeah yeah definitely we've definitely um definitely added a a level of unpredictability i'd say <laughs> from the normal uh, uh we can we can turn on the formality when we need to mm. we're, we're pretty good at gauging gauging when we need to be sensible and okay it's very staid and uh, but we're just we're just having fun it's great <laughs> well pretty who, who, who wouldn't want to have that much fun and all have all of those the opportunity to do such worthwhile work um it it um it, it sounds it sounds really really great so having having talked about all of the, all of those things uh, uh, with thinking about kind of um the the role itself or or probably more specifically the you, you know you've seen the council chamber from both sides of both sides of the mace what what things would you change about uh, about how they uh, how they operate if you could not that the lord mayor has the power to probably you can't you know wave the mace and say i direct it or can you can you oh no, no I'm, not, I'm not i'm not even really supposed to touch no. it so. oh, okay <laughs> is it kind of sat there as a as a referential because you know someone kind of brings it in and kind of lays it out and uh, yeah i i've i've i with the gloves on obviously i have yeah. i have felt the weight of it it's really heavy and it's all one end heavy so it's 
Oh, it's quite it's quite a difficult thing to hold. I wouldn't want to be on the wrong side of it if someone was to swing it at me. Oh no, no, no. I've always, not... see, I've, always but, um... I've always thought of the mace as being ceremonial, but it is. I mean, obviously, based on the medieval weapon of being a mace. It, 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 yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you could do some damage if you were swinging it. I think. Could, yeah. Could I think. I think. I think it weighs about a, weighs about a stone. I think. Ooh. And like I say, it's all up one end. So. Yeah. It's... Yeah. That's one way to yeah. stop the council meeting arguments. It's kind of just <laughs> yeah. waving that around would would quieten them down a little bit, I guess. But yeah, so, uh, yeah. obviously that's I think, not I think an we, option. We touched on earlier. Oh, sorry, we, I was going to say we touched on earlier about being mindful of if things need to be on the agenda. Mm. Is this is this something we're just using to dig at other people, or actually something that's going to make a difference to people in Portsmouth? I think. Um, there's, there's some people who insist on speaking on every single item and they might not necessarily need to. They're just repeating things that someone else in their group's already said and it slows things down and I think it turns people off a bit. It's just just reducing the length of time that we're in there. So it's just, uh, I've heard estimates of midnight and one o'clock in the morning for Tuesday, but I'll, I'll try and make sure it runs a lot smoother than that. We, we've already started our sweepstakes, Tom. We, we tend to look at the agenda and then... <laughs> then... Then have a have, have a go. We and, and I'll be honest with you, I, you know. Again, and I don't want to set you down a challenge, but um, we've got you. We've got you the wrong side of midnight, I'm afraid. So um, oh, challenge accepted. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, um, I do I do hold the record apparently for quickest ever full council, which was the appointing of the chief executive and honorary recorder. I think it was nine minutes forty five or something like that. So. I think well, that, take more, never had a meeting that quick. I think it would take more than nine <laughs> minutes forty-five just to read out the agenda for Tuesday. So, um, oh, it's 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 a thick, it's a definitely a big thick one. Many trees were culled um, in the printing of the of this document. Um, <laughs> so, I think I think also like uh, there's a lot of muttering and stage whispering that goes on during meetings that I, I never noticed as a councillor, but it's really audible from from the chair. Really. Uh, uh, it's uh, a level of respect, I think, that needs to be maintained. Also, things like addressing the chair, which I think is 38A, 37A standing order. So you're supposed to address everything through the chair rather than looking at the person that's just spoken and directing everything at them. That brings the respect up and makes it a bit more formal, I think. So I, I do insist upon that. And uh, as we said earlier, I have turned microphones off before. <laughs> so. well, well, I guess that, that also stops it. It, well, the th I, I guess maybe the part of the theory there is to is to stop it being so adversarial. I don't know what, what difference it makes really because it doesn't seem to stop it being. Um, so maybe it'd be worse without it. But but yeah, I've noticed sometimes people kind of slip into out of habit. They'll they'll direct they'll direct their response to the to the person that their um their rebuttal is is aimed at rather than yeah. um rather than directing it at, at, at the Lord Mayor. Um, but it, it's kind of it, it, in some ways it's kind of a mini kind of it's kind of a mini represent representation of kind of parliament in that sort of sense, isn't it? And where the where yeah. the MPs are supposed to address the speaker rather than um, rather than the other the other MP. Um, but as the uh, as the chair of the uh, of the of the meeting, you've, you I, I guess if they really misbehave, you just you don't give them a break. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I might need one though. <laughs> well, and I was going to touch on that, John, if uh, Tom, if you don't mind me um, doing that, you, you mentioned there, and we were we were chatting that, that you know that you, you have ADHD and one of the things we've we've noted is that you know in in the business world no nobody would schedule an eight or ten hour meeting um no, so so I guess you know if you uh, don't mind sharing, how how do you get through such a, a a long and grinding schedule when you know I guess other councillors can can just drift off into the middle distance and you know, zone out for a half an hour, but it, it feels like you've got to be pretty much on your toes for all eight hours. Yeah. So yeah, when I was a councillor, I deliberately sat from the where the chair is deliberately at the back back left, just because I could get to the tea easier and nip out to the loo if I needed to. But actually, as I said at the beginning, it's it's a lot less intensive being the Lord Mayor. I've got a script that I follow. Yeah. With like, if this happens, do this. If this happens, do that. I've got. The, the city solicitor and the, the head of the democracy, uh, head of the democratic services, uh, help me out. And it's just, 
I've got the, I've got the list on the screen of what order people have called in. It's just making sure I turn the microphones on and off. So uh, I've not been doing too bad. Brilliant. Uh, um, I, I don't think I'd be able to do it if I tried to be Lord Mayor before I was uh, back on medication for ADHD. It definitely does help. Right. And uh, I've I've got I've got Heather, my sergeant at Mace, on hand to to bring me tea and coffee as and when. And uh, as I say, I can always call a break if I need to. Um, so yeah, that's that's completely in my gift. I think it was the the last full council. I I decided I was going to go in in full robes, and I, about halfway through, I decided that was too hot. <laughs> so I had to call a break to go and take it off because I was just it was it wasn't a good idea. <laughs> I looked good though. Yeah, no, no, I should it, should imagine it looks kind of very resplendent. Um, but I, I did I did wonder actually how warm they are because especially if you're like sat in that chamber. Or... Oh yeah, it's it's a lot. So even even after I realised uh, after mayor making, I was trying to find my family where everyone's having tea and coffee, and it's just everyone just wanted a photo, and crowding around me, and it's just just dripping in sweat underneath all that. So yeah, I... Uh, generally I'll just wear a just wear a shirt and trousers underneath, and I'll put the jacket on when I take it off. But they're they're very warm. No, it was a few, it was a few years ago when uh, former councillor Lee Mason was mayor. He came to an official event at the rugby club, which you think would have been a winter thing, and it was it was early season. It was twenty eight degrees, and he was in the full robes. And I I did feel oh. feel for him. <laughs> you know, at one point he sort of went and hid under the shade of the trees. And so it, it does sound like a it, it is a pretty uh, pretty yeah. full on event. So I guess if we look ahead. You know, you, you talked about May, and often. You know, for us on the podcast, once we uh, once we get past the elections and, and obviously, you know, we do the hustings in the run up to the elections, we tend to collapse in a heap. I guess that the, the, it is part of the challenge. You, you know, we, we know that local political parties are, you know, they're not, you know, they're not hundreds strong full of activists. And we know that that, you know, the councillors and candidates help each other out. Um do, do you see a challenge coming next kind of April where probably you and Nikki would have been knocking doors and delivering leaflets where you, you're still going to have to be full on with your mayoral responsibilities? Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be odd, I think, definitely. Cause I mean, I've been campaigning in Fratton since oh, 2012, 2013. So it's going to be very odd sort of having to be busy with mayor stuff and taking a little bit of a background. I'll get out and help out where I can. Yeah. Uh, hopefully. I don't think anyone, in, in my party definitely knows this ward half as well as me. Yep. But um but yeah it's 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 it'll be it'd be nice to be doing something else for for a bit, I think. But, so uh, it's it's gonna be an odd time. So you, you, and you definitely wouldn't want to be pounding the streets with a hat with a bag full of leaflets and a chain. <laughs> oh that that definitely wouldn't go down well. <laughs> no, I, I can ima- I can imagine it not, but just from a sheer um she's just carrying it around perspective i mean it's it, it it's one sort of exercise regime but it's um not one that democratic services i guess would like very much not, oh no, no definitely not. not keen so so with the with the with the next six months tom is there could are you able to pick out sort of one or two highlights for us and the listeners where you know potentially people could get involved and and support what you're doing uh, obviously we've got the we've got remembrance coming up next month mm. which is one of the biggest things, especially being a, a historically military town, that's always a big turnout down the Guildhall. Um, but a very, very busy few days there, including uh, doing a, a wreath at QA, which I think is the first time that's been done. Been I'm very close with the chap who's in charge of veteran services up there. Mm. Uh, got lots of stuff going on at Christmas. We have our coffee mornings. Uh, I think it's the second Tuesday of every month. I might be wrong on that. <laughs> Uh, and then we have other things. So we've got a meal this week, which is sold out. We've got quizzes coming up for our charity, and it's it's all on our Facebook and Instagram, I believe. So, yeah, well, um, yeah, it's going to be good. We've that's one thing we've had lots of good comments about is is our social media, and that's that's all down to Nikki, really. She's got Insta set up so it goes to Facebook automatically, and uh, it's it's just nice to show what the the Lord Mayor's up to. Uh, it's I think might not have happened in the past as as much as we've been doing it. We try to put one on for every single post because there might be uh, charities or groups that could do with a bit of publicity. So we're happy to 
help promote those things. No, that's brilliant. And I think in our experience of, of without wishing to be unkind, working with some of our local councillors and candidates over the years, we've, we've perhaps found some, it would be fair to say, Simon, who are not perhaps at the cutting edge of tech savvy. Would that be, um, would that be fair? I, I, I think that's that's probably a fair a fair assessment um but lord mayors aren't kind of limited with that i think that's that's quite a thing at, probably across the chamber there's there's some people that are really great at social media and there's some people that yeah um <clears throat> wouldn't know a wouldn't know a thumbs up from a a, a retweet um or is it a re-X now? I'm not sure. I can't, you know. Oh, who knows? I still call it Twitter. I'm not calling it. <laughs> <laughs> something, something not right about that. So, uh, so no, t Tom, thank you ever so much for sharing, uh, you know, uh, fantastic insights into everything you're doing. So uh, is there just anything you'd, you'd like to sort of close the show out with to, to either let us know or, or uh, anybody particularly you'd like to call out? Well, I'd like to, I'd like to, of course, thank the Lady Mayoress, Nikki Coles, for her patience and understanding uh, over the years. Uh, it was our anniversary last on Friday, just gone. So uh, she's been putting up with me for 16 years now. Oh, congratulations. She, she's, uh, I couldn't do this without her. Mm. And, a, and a big shout out to my three girls, Ellen, Kira and Darcy as well, um, which, which take up all the time. I'm not doing anything else. So. And a big, big thanks to you two, you two guys as well for having me on tonight. It's been, been great fun chatting to you guys. Oh, bless no. you. You're, you're more than welcome. It's been it's been lovely to have you. We appreciate you taking the time out of your evening. Marvelous. It's been it's been it's been an absolute pleasure. Fabulous. That's so you've like. been listening to the Pompey Politics Podcast. I've been Ian Tiny Morris. And our guest has been The Right Worshipful, the Lord Mayor of Portsmouth, Councillor Tom Coles. Yay. And, and I've been Simon Sansbury. And uh, don't forget to join us uh, next week at six twenty-seven, um, when we'll be having a look at how that marathon meeting um, turned out, and we'll see whether Tom managed to get home uh, after um, shortly after midnight or before, um, and how everyone else did, and how how the votes went. Um, so join us next week at, at six twenty-seven. Um, you'll be listening to the Pompey Politics podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Pompey Politics Podcast. If you want to make sure you get notifications about upcoming shows and get to know when we're live, we normally broadcast live 6.27pm on a Sunday evening, then follow us on Facebook at Pompey Politics Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at Pompey Politics One. Please, if you'd like to, feel free to leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts and you can even ask Alexa to play the podcast for you. Alexa. Play the latest episode of the Pompey Politics Podcast. Getting Pompey Politics Podcast from Amazon Music. Alexa, the latest episode. stop. See? It's easy. <laughs> <laughs>